Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Sylvia Global Media Network. Our guest, as often as possible, is Cindy Perlman. Cindy, are you here? Hey, Cindy. Hey, Gail. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? 
Good. We're excited to hear what kind of wisdom and insight you bring us. You're always so inspirational. What's your week been like? You know what? Um, uh, I It's been like a crazy week because we're getting a new puppy on Sunday. So we've been preparing for a oh. new arrival to our house. So we're, we uh, went, and we've been getting a lot of little puppy stuff. I haven't done a puppy in a long time. What type of dog are you getting? Well, we we did try a lot of breeds. It's a, it's a, it was a big negotiation in my family, but we're getting a Labradoodle. So she's half poodle, half Labrador, and all totally cute. So uh, her name's going to be Georgie, like Georgie Girl. Georgie Girl. Are you... Um, <laughs> Did you? That's really cute. Did you name her your daughter? No, I don't. We went through. We actually um, to convince. We have Colt, who's a big shepherd, and to convince my husband we should get a second dog. We said we should name it Wrigley after Wrigley Field after the Chicago Cubs, and he saw right through our cheap ploy to get a second dog by naming it after a sports thing. <laughs> so. He's like, this is the cheapest play I've ever heard to get another dog. You're going to name it after a sports stadium? And he's like, do you guys really like that name? We're like, no, but we're willing to name it something like that just to get another dog. Well, see, how um, did you go? Are you going to a breeder or are you adopting the dog from a shelter? You know, I have to say, I went to a bunch of shelters and. Um, and we are getting it from we're getting it from someone who has an extra puppy that nobody wanted and she's just she's so cute and she's so little when we first saw her. She was only three weeks old. So we had to wait till she was ten weeks old before she could leave her mom. So so this finally this weekend we get her. So we're we're just so excited. And I am much as I like the Chicago Cubs too, I'm like kind of uh, very glad my husband didn't go for the cheap sports ploy. <laughs> the things we won't do sometimes to get um, what we want. Exactly, <laughs> and you know, I don't know. I can't imagine going. Come on, Wrigley here, Wrigley. It just, I don't know. It doesn't sound exactly what I wanted. So, so we're getting her and. Uh, I know we said we would talk about this, but we're really getting her. I lost my 15-year-old shepherd, Cody, a few months ago. She lived to be 15 and, you know, was just an amazing dog, survived two dog strokes. Um, And, you know, I got to do a lot of interesting holistic medicine on her the last few years of her life, which absolutely prolonged her life in a very vibrant, healthy way. So... You know, if if anybody ever wants to talk about that with me, even privately, I'd be thrilled to talk to them about it because it's just something I didn't know anything about but ended up with a great doctor who really saved her life and gave her like three extra years. We'd like to get your doctor on the show, Cindy. Dr. Carol Sullivan. Yeah. And she's in Arizona. She's she's, um, in a small town in Arizona amazing but amazing simple things that anybody can do for an older pet uh i mean of course check with your vet but one of the things is if your pet's getting a little you know tough to walk a little bit or you see them getting creaky immediately throw them on fish oil and glycosamine and and check with your vet for the exact dosage but cody was about a 50 pound shepherd and she got one glycosamine pill a day regular gnc glycosamine that a person would take and she got one fish oil capsule that I kept in the freezer. Because a lot of people are against giving their dogs fish oil because they think when the little 
seeing bursts in the dog's mouth. It gives them a fishy breath, set, you know, smell, which is kind of offensive to some people. But if you keep them in the freezer, the oil actually freezes. The, do- the dog's breath doesn't smell, and it's kind of more of a slow release all day to lubricate their joints, which works really good. How did you um, give it to your dog? You know, did you mix it in with food? Did your dog take the, you know, the tablets easily? I've been um, implementing your suggestions with our dog, and I'm having to be real creative in convincing him to take it. Cody was really, really good about that her whole life. She would just eat pills like if, if she had to take a pill, she would just eat them like they were a treat. But our other big guy, and he's a big German Shepherd too, he hates pills. So we tried pill pockets, which he kind of liked a little bit. And then, you know what works great is if you just open a can of tuna. Tuna is so tasty to dogs. And if you just, it's a little messy, but if you take a spoon and just kind of make a little ball with the tuna and throw the pill in the middle, that's really hard for dogs to resist. They love tuna, most of them. So... That's a good way, and then just throw the rest of the tuna in a Tupperware container, and you can just use it every time you need to do the pill. But just plain tuna, no mayo, no nothing. So that that worked really good with Colt when he had to take some pills just a little while ago. But, what other um, – oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'll tell you guys, you know, when we – Cody, when she was about 13, just all of a sudden was dizzy one day and passed out. It was really scary. And they said she had something called uh, vestibular disease or old dog syndrome. And a lot of older dogs, big breeds, get this, where it's almost like they're dizzy, their center of gravity is off, they're afraid to walk because the world is sort of spinning. And, And that happens a lot. And a lot of people put their dogs down for that. They think they're having a stroke. But it's not really a stroke. Cody had two attacks of this in her life. Most dogs, like 99% of them, only have this once. And if you can gut it out, it's about a three-week recovery period, and then they're fine. And I spoke with so many dog owners who were like, oh, my God, we put our dog down. And, I mean, Cody spent about a week in the hospital for each attack. They put her on a little bit of dog steroids to get her really pumped up and back. And then it was a slow recovery. She, I mean, she didn't even walk for the first week or so that this happened. And then just one day she popped up, and she was just walking, doing all her normal stuff, going outside. And, and at that point, I called a holistic vet because I thought, you know, she's older. And I've always heard great stuff about dog acupuncture. And I have to tell you guys, I mean, amazing. I mean, I couldn't even be happier. I, I had... The great Caroline O'Sullivan came once every two weeks. It wasn't that expensive. It was maybe like $50 a visit. And she came to my house and laid Cody down, did acupuncture needles, especially in her hind legs that were getting a little weaker from age. And I can't tell people enough how what a drastic effect this had on her. I mean, all of a sudden this dog who survived this huge attack was now running around, not walking, running around places. But one word of caution for everybody out there, there's some scammy people who claim to do this on dogs. Make sure and go online and look up your state your state uh, certified doctors of vet- veterinary medicine, DVMs. Don't let anyone touch your dog who's not a registered vet because just somebody who's like, wow, I do dog acupuncture, I would never trust that. But 
I can't tell you guys enough how, you know, Dr. O'Sullivan moved and we had to get a new vet to do it. And we kept up the same schedule. And as Cody got a little older and walking became a little more problematic because she's a big breed, I started doing it once a week. And it it completely prolonged her life and, and prolonged a good life full of mobility and feeling good. So th- that was huge for her. How did you work with a vet from Arizona and you're in Nevada? Dr. O'Sullivan actually lived here, which was like a godsend because she's the one who really saved Cody's life. When she had that first attack, a few weeks later, I called her to do acupuncture and she was living in Nevada. She came into the house and she was like, this dog not only needs acupuncture, she needs the glycosamine and fish oil that I told you guys about. And she said, I want you to change her food. And this is another big one for people who have older dogs. Stop it with the horrible older dog food. Right now, today, throw that out. If you're feeding your dog senior food, goodbye. The one thing they do with the senior food is pack it with tons of wheat products and no meat. Most dogs are carnivores. They need meat. And you're weakening your dog by giving them tons of, it'd be like if you had an old person and just fed them like five slices of bread every day and nothing else. Terrible. So, and I was stupid about this. I was giving Cody some nice, holistic, natural something, senior food. Just, it was like eating no nutrition. So we got rid of that. She put her immediately on instinct. And it's, you could get them at nicer pet stores, instinct pet, uh, pet, they were almost like the old-fashioned Gaines burgers or what we would consider are just a hamburger patty we buy from the store. Instinct meat patties, and they come in chicken or meat. They're so easy. You just buy about 30 of them in a bag. You keep them in your refrigerator. They're just meat patties, and you crumble them up. Dogs go bananas. It's like eating a hamburger patty for them. And one patty is filled with so much nutrition, and for a big dog like Cody, she got like two patties a day. And it was super easy. I mean, they, she wolfed it down both times, but it was ama- that was an amazing change in an older dog because she not only felt great and had great energy, she stopped shedding, and Shepard shed a ton. So all of a sudden, her coat was glossy, sleek, and she didn't shed anymore, which was bizarre. And it was because what she was eating was actually all nutrition, all going into her system, working for her coat, her eyes, everything. So that was huge, too. So, again, everybody get off of that crappy senior food that they put dogs on. Awful. Terrible. And why is it uh, – this is actually – let me back up. This is extremely helpful um, to me personally, and we've got great responses from listeners because our dog is going through these very symptoms that you're describing with the back and the hind legs and, um, you know, trying to figure out what to do. Did you, um, did you, Guy, I have so many questions to ask you because we're getting texts and email questions coming in for you. Sure. Did um, did you have to go to the vet to get an x-ray first in order for the acupuncturist to be able to identify where exactly to apply the acupuncture technique? 
Well, I'll tell you guys honestly, my vet saved Cody's life absolutely from her vestibular disease. We raced her in when she was, you know, when the world was spinning for her. Our vet threw her on steroids, threw her on an IV for a week. She built her back up. I I love her for saving Cody's life. However, she had an attitude about it like, well, she's an old dog, we're done. And I was like, really, this is it. Like, you're just going to write her off because of age. And when I got Dr. O'Sullivan involved in it, she said something that changed everything. She said, number one, age is not a disease, both in people and in dogs. And that's Dr. O'Sullivan's motto, age is not a disease. And my vet was a little, my regular vet was a little against some of this. She was just like, well, let's just go home and see what happens. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound like great odds. So, no, we did not. We had blood work done only because of her first attack. We didn't do x-rays. We didn't do any of that. And to be honest, you guys, I didn't really have my vet's 100% blessing on this, except she goes, well, acupuncture works on some dogs. You might want to try it. All the rest of it, I never even talked to her about it. I brought Cody in for regular maintenance stuff. I brought her in for she had another attack of that vestibular two and a half years later. Uh, and we brought her in for that, and she recovered from that too. But as far as the maintenance stuff, I didn't even ever discuss it with her because I really trusted Dr. O'Sullivan. And the problem is a lot of our regular vets, they're amazing, but they don't, you know, they're really, there are holistic vets and they're regular vets. And the two forces kind of a little bit are on polar opposite sides of each other. And so I just, you know, I thought I'm going to do, I'm not going to do anything crazy, and I would never do anything that put the dog in pain or peril. But if it sounded reasonable to me, I was going to do it. And I have to tell you guys one other major, major, major secret weapon we had with Cody. Two things, actually. One, Dr. O'Sullivan made me order something that you can get on Amazon.com for older dogs. It's called Duralactin. And um, it's like a, it's spelled, I think, D-E-R. I'm going to actually look it up for you guys while we're talking. It's called Duralactin. There are these little dog treats. They smell like chocolate, but as we all know, you can never give dogs chocolate. But they smell good. And she had me give her four of these a day. Again, these were packed with glycosamine. In fact, when we went on the Duralactin, we stopped doing the regular glycosamine because these Duralactin pills had all of that in there. But... And I'm going to get the bottle out for you guys because I still have a brand new one. But um, Duralactin is spelled D-U-R-A-L-A-C-T-I-N. That's D-U-R-A-L-A-C-T-I-N. And they're called Joint Plus Soft Chews for canines. And they are packed with magnesium, zinc, vitamin E, glycosamine, uh, fish oil, all kinds of great stuff like that. They're about 50 bucks on Amazon.com. Awesome, you guys. Completely awesome. First of all, Cody loved them. Loved them big time. And secondly, I mean, they kept her joints and, and everything lubricated all the time. So she was, it was like you took an arthritic dog and gave her something that made her completely less creaky, which was great. And as she got a little older, she did have more arthritis set in. So we did, through my regular vet, I did do a monthly arthritis shot, which was a great thing for Cody. And that I did bring her in for. 
And I also at the same time, and this can never hurt your dog, once a month we gave Cody a vitamin B12 shot. And it combined those two shots cost, again, maybe like $30, $40. And the vitamin B12 was like a really nice boost of energy for her. Plus the arthritis shot got rid of any, you know, just joint pain, anything else she was going through. So she really had like three amazing, very elderly for a German Shepherd, pain-free, fun years of running around and and just enjoying her life. Just from, I mean, it sounds like a lot of different things, but once we got in the routine, it really was just like we did it in the morning and gave her, you know, a few of these things, and it was really not a big deal. Well, it also sounds very similar to our experiences as human beings. You know, the lessons we learn from our pets is um, incredible at all stages of life. Because I think, you know, yesterday I was in a meeting at the Small Business Administration office, the SBA, and there was a representative from ARP there. Right. And she was talking uh, about you know, in the context of this particular conversation, um, the, that seniors are, at, in this period of time, are not um, often, are not ready to retire and to just be sent out to pasture, you know, and to be okay. forgotten as useful citizens, you know. And then also how many of them financially cannot afford to just completely retire and live off of the income of that they had saved for the retirement years during this economic time. And so their life value and their life worth um, is not determined by their age, you know, should not be determined by their age. Just like you said, disease, you know, aging is not a disease. So finding the right people and being in the right supportive atmosphere is not only healthy for us economically, you know, but it sounds like from you a lesson I'm hearing from you learned from your pet is that it's healthy for us um, in all stages of our life in our overall health and well-being and that it's extremely important, extremely important for us to put in the time and the effort to find compatible um, service providers and be around and associated with those who believe in our value and our worth and and our living and not just synthesize our pets nor us as human beings to pasture just because of um, symptoms associated with aging but are not exclusive to aging. Absolutely. And, you know, especially with our pets, I've had pets since I was 15, you know, you don't have to take the first opinion on pets. If a pet's in pain or any kind of agony, I'd be the first person to do whatever Western medicine says to do. I never want to see a any pet in pain. But if you have an issue, I had another shepherd years ago who also lived to be 15, and he, you know, was limping for about two days. We brought him in, me and my dad. And the the vet, who we saw for years, he was like, oh, my God, it's his Achilles. We have to do x-rays. His Achilles tendon's pulled. We might have to rush him into surgery. And my dad said, or maybe he just jumped off the bed wrong, and we should give it two days to see what happens. And he's not in pain. He's just limping a little bit and you know what everyone two days later that dog was a thousand percent fine so i've i've seen it so many times i i respect vets a lot but i've seen it so many times in vet offices where they jump to it's a tumor it's a this let's do five thousand dollars worth of tests sometimes if you just take a deep breath however 
holistic veterinary medicine is becoming a huge movement. And, you know, our regular vets are sort of struggling with this because veterinary medicine is really exploding in a different way now. So, again, I would check out who who might be recommended by your vet, but I'll tell you, I'll tell everybody something. There was no one recommended, but nobody, because they, in a way, don't want you to go that route. Because I believe me, you're going to make the holistic person really your go-to, unless something really big is happening. So you know what? I check check online and interview the people. Make sure they're a DVM, even if they say they're a DVM. Just go online. It's so easy to check who is a licensed vet in your state. Just check it out, and the, you'll see their certification come up or not. You'll be horrified to see people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm a DVM. And, you know, when they come, especially if you do acupuncture, those needles that they use should be in sealed little plastic things. You know, they should pick them up, throw them out when you're done, and it should be someone, you know, who your your vet, your pet feels comfortable with. I mean, the two women, I also use Dr. Carol Tillman in Las Vegas, and she's a really great holistic vet. She does phone consultations, and hers is Dr. Carol, P-I-L-L-M-A-N. The other one is Dr. Caroline O'Sullivan, and she's in Prescott, Arizona. She has her own clinic, and she does phone consultations. But if you want someone to actually see your dog in your state, just make sure they're certified. But I, I, I would have never had that dog the last amazing three years if we didn't do holistic medicine. And, you know, something none of us have anymore, we really had a really dicey three weeks with Cody after her attacks of this of this weird vestibular disease. Each time, and it it sucked. I mean, we had to lift her up, and she was heavy. She was 60 pounds at, at that time. We had to carry her outside so she could do her business. There were a few accidents in the house. But we had three weeks of bad times each time, and then one day, both times, she sprung up, ran outside, did her stuff, and we were back to normal. It was like it was almost like witnessing a miracle both times. So sometimes you do have to gut it out and spend a few hard weeks in the house. But it's, to me, it's so worth it. I would have, you know, within reason, I would have done anything to, to you know, make sure she was healthy and and a happy dog. So so I just, you know, a lot of people have asked me, and if everybody wants, we can talk about this again next week so people could call in. But um, I have to tell you guys, just a few of these simple holistic things. I'll give you another great tip. There's there's something you could buy at Whole Foods that people can have it and, and dogs. It's in the Whole Foods pill aisle, and it's called P like Peter, B like Betty, and then the number eight, PB8. It's a probiotic. And our holistic vet said, you know, give Cody, just break open the capsule, throw it in her food. Give her one or two of these a day. What that does in an older dog, a probiotic like that, two things. One, maybe your older dog has to be on some antibiotics or something else. The PB8 will restore her system to normal, so she, you're not killing all the good bacteria at the same time. And secondly, it helps an older dog use the nutrients in that good food to their maximum capacity. So you'll notice then your older dog is not pooping as much. And, and that freaked me out at first. I was like, oh, my God, do we have another problem? She's not pooping a lot. 
And my vets were like, yeah, she's not pooping a lot because she is actually converting that food into energy. They're like, haven't you noticed? Isn't she just more lively? Isn't she running around more? And I was like, yeah, but she's not pooping. I'm not used to that. Like two days might go by. And they were like, if three days go by, we'd be a little concerned. But a day or two, she's actually, you know, something very few of us do, convert our food into max energy. And that's another thing. A big bottle of PBA costs like, I don't know, $30, lasts forever. And simple, simple thing. And I'll tell you, you know, some larger breeds of dogs like shepherds are very prone to diarrhea. And the minute we started on that PBA, that dog never got diarrhea for the last three years of her life ever so that which that was awesome that we didn't deal with that so that's another one just a very simple thing that dr o'sullivan came up with and this is a controversial thing i'm going to say to you guys but in most states you can get your real vet to sign off on this your older dog does not need all those shots the rabies the distemper unless you live in a state where your dog's out in the woods and your dog might run into other dogs or animals that might be carrying rabies. That's a different story. But we live in a suburban neighborhood where that dog is in our backyard and on a leash. Older dogs, get their systems cannot take some of those harsh rabies shots. At a certain point, just ask your vet if you can start skipping it. Even my regular vet, when Cody turned 10, said, fine, no big deal, let's just stop all the shots every year. And she did not flinch on that subject. And a lot of people believe, a lot of the holistic vets believe that those rabies shots and distemper shots actually bring on some of the problems like that disease I told you about a few minutes ago where she had that stroke-like thing. So that's something easy. This is a time of year a lot of people run in for their shots. If your pet's older, ask. Ask if it's necessary anymore. And your vet can easily write you a waiver just in case something ever happened. Your vet can write you a waiver saying this is an elderly dog. She's completely healthy. You know, I've sanctioned the fact that they don't have to have their shots. And nothing ever happened because we didn't get the shots. But both of my holistic vets told me if I would have got the shots, we would have had huge issues with her over that because she was older, her immune system was compromised because of her age, and it just would lead to other problems. So something to think about with your vet. I mean, if you live on a farm or you live, you know, like I said, if there's a lot of other things going on and you are, you know, if there's rabies in your area, different story. But if there's obviously not, ask that. Well, Cindy, our uh, our board is blowing up with questions and for you. So what I'd like to do is look forward to not only having you back and talk more on this topic next week, but if we could include um, at some point in the show, maybe we'll need a little bit more time perhaps, um, right. you know, on the phone, one of the vets and the acupuncturist that you worked with, because I'm listening to you with my jaw dropping. My dog, our dog is 12 years old. He's about 34 pounds. I didn't understand why in the world he would need a rabies shot when our dog is in the house and in our own yard all of the time, except for when I walk him every day on a leash. We don't take him to doggy parks, you know. Absolutely. Um, and, and he's lived like this, you know, for most of it, you know, for 10 of the 12 years. 
And so, you know, there was a brief period of time when, you know, he would run in an open field, but still it, was a, it wasn't the deep woods with, you know, other things going on in the environment. It was just basically our backyard, which was larger. And now we're here at the beach, and it's just a fenced-in yard, and we go walk on the beach, you know, um, and we're on a sidewalk, and he's on the And I didn't understand why he would need all of that. And this has just been extremely helpful, again, for me as, in how I look at my own life and the lives of those around me who are uh, as human beings and the types of questions we have to ask um, for our own health and well-being and that we have to advocate for on behalf of others who are aging in our lives. And then um, understanding we can ask the same questions and have similar expectations associated with our, our pets. So thank you so much for being here, Cindy, and we well, look forward to having you, you back again. Absolutely, and anybody who wants to talk about this, we'll talk about it next week. Gail, if you want to tell people they can write into your site, I will personally answer as much as I can just as a person who had a had a beloved dog who we helped. You know, I will personally answer any questions that anybody has. This is just a passion subject for me. So anybody can, if they want to write into you and you send them to me, I will write directly back to everybody. And, you know, whatever I can do, I just, you know, and again, seriously, the first thing, I just want to say this leaving, the first thing when I got both holistic vets on the case, the first thing they asked me when I told them about Cody's stroke-like problem was mm-hmm. that she took all her shots because they're like, wow. it brings up out of older dogs. That's a nasty thing, vestibular disease. I mean, such a simple nonsense thing to get these stupid shots. So, yeah, definitely ask about the shots. And, and one thing with vets, if you don't like the answer, go to another vet. Yes, just like our doctors, right? Absolutely. Wow. I mean, there's every corner. If you don't like the answer, and especially if you don't like the tone, I'd say goodbye. We're going to get, you know, goodbye, and then go get another opinion. Just like our mechanics <laughs> or plumbers. We're not, we don't have to feel... Um, obligated to the first opinion. You know, we're, at least in the United States, we're entitled to, we have options and we're entitled to second opinions. Cindy, thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks, Gail. Talk okay. to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. You've been listening to Cindy Perlman here on Sylvia Global. Thank you for being with us. Bye. Have a wonderful day.